Welcome to Motivated with Liberty. Hello, everyone. This is Liberty Bernal, and welcome to Motivated with Liberty. Today, I have a very special guest, and the main reason I'm saying that is this guest is someone that I have known for half of my life, actually more than half of my life. It just so happens that we went to high school together, Um, but this guest also has just an incredible story to share with you, an incredible story of loss and triumph and strength. Um, And this mystery guest who I'm talking about does have a name. Her name is Brooke Marshall. And Brooke is a San Diego native. Um, She's been in the fitness industry for over 20 years. So she's like my fitness industry soul sister because we both did get our start in high school. She's a fitness instructor. She's a nutritionist. She's a personal trainer. And she not only focuses on her clients' physical health, but their mental health as well, which makes her so special. She believes exercise and proper nutrition are the keys to a happy and healthy life. If you hang out with Brooke long enough, by the way, she will have you convinced that you are capable of anything you set your mind to. You can currently find her teaching classes at an amazing studio here in San Diego called Studio Cybrid. It's in Encinitas. And Brooke also leads outdoor boot camps around town. But Brooke has so much more to share with you than just her incredible fitness, nutrition, and wellness knowledge. So that's why she's on the show. Brooke, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Hi, Liberty. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so good because I'm talking to you and I get to ask (laughs) you all these questions. (laughs) Um, So I'm just going to jump right in. Is that cool? Yes. Okay. Excellent. So Brooke, first and foremost, everyone listening is like, oh my gosh, what does she have to share? But before (laughs) we get to the deeper stuff, um, just let everyone know what you're up to. I gave the basics in your bio, but what got you here? Why did you start in fitness in high school? Um, What are you up to these days? Well, let's start with the first part. How I got my start is actually kind of a funny story. So As most teenagers, you think you're capable of anything. You usually don't think twice if someone asks (laughs) if you can do something. Of course, you can. Yes, is the answer. So I had always taken spin classes since I was like 14. And before a spin class, the instructor was running up the stairs and she twisted her ankle. And (gasps) I go over, oh my gosh, are you okay? She says, yes, can you teach my class? Uh, Okay. Never taught a class before in my entire life. 17 years old, senior in high school. Yeah, sure. Okay. I got this. And that's how my career in fitness began. And so here I was teaching classes before school started, after school, and just really fell in love with the actual teaching aspect of fitness rather than just taking classes. Mm -hmm. And fast forward 20 plus years later, (laughs) and here I am still teaching and loving classes. And like you mentioned, doing a private training group sessions and teaching at Studio Cybrid and staying very, very busy as a single mom of a very rambunctious, wonderful two-year-old boy. Oh my gosh. And he is the cutest thing ever, (laughs) ever, ever. I'm in love with Levi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I love it. And I know that everyone listening is tuning in for, you know, motivation and inspiration. And I have a load of questions for you about 
tips and tricks and things that mm-hmm. you share with your clients on how mm-hmm. to stay motivated. But um, I, I want to get into, you know, your story, Brooke, and how you are not only here through, you know, someone tripping on stairs, <laughs> um, but really who you are today has changed very dramatically in the yes. last five years, right? Like the last yes. I was thinking about you, it was like, in five years, you've been through so much. So yeah. Tell us more about that. Just share your story because you okay. are, you, you are strength and your perseverance in, in my, when I think of strength and perseverance, you come to mind. And I think a lot of people who have been through tough things say, well, I can't work out or I just can't find my motivation because I mm-hmm. went through so much shit, but mm-hmm. you are the opposite. And I mm-hmm. think it will inspire. So okay. without me, you know, just any, I'm not going to say anything else. I would just love for you to share, Brooke. So go ahead. Sure. Okay. And you'll have to excuse me if I get choked up of through this, course. but as the story goes on, I'm sure everybody will understand. So let's rewind to five years. I was just about six or seven months pregnant with my first child, my daughter. And uh, my husband at the time and I had been struggling with infertility for years and years and years, tried IUIs six times, failed and then finally tried IVF. And we were lucky enough that it worked the first time. I got pregnant with a wonderful, beautiful daughter. And uh, when she was born, everybody was uh, just kind of caught off guard. It turns out her brain hadn't fully developed. So she was put on life support immediately and was in the NICU for two weeks on life support. And My husband at the time, we made the decision to take her home on hospice care. She had a fatal diagnosis. She couldn't do things like swallow or breathe. And mind you, as a first-time mother, I think just as a mother in general, that's your biggest fear coming Mm -hmm. into reality. You know, you just want your babies to be safe and you want to be able to take care of them. And so to have gone through all we had gone through and to have this child handed to us was a true test of love and selflessness. Like, okay, do I want to leave this child on life support hoping she will live for three months? Or do I want to have the chance to hold her without tubes? Do I want to give her a chance to just love her just pure and unconditionally for who she is without any sort of medical assistance? Mm -hmm. And I chose the latter. And so we brought her home and she was on home hospice care and she survived miraculously 18 days. Um, and so during that time, I was, of course, I was heartbroken, but I had this odd sense of calm about me because I know that she specifically chose me mm-hmm. to bring her into this world because I would be the best one to share her story and get her message out and to just teach true unconditional love. And so uh, when she was 33 days old, the morning of my birthday, she died in my arms. And it was almost like a sense of relief just for her because I knew that she was finally free. She was finally whole. She was healthy. I mean, she was dealt this cute little wonky body, but her soul (laughs) just like just was beyond this world. It's like she was almost too good for us here. And so after that, 
it was like in a fog for almost a year. Mm. Um, my marriage could not survive the loss of our child. We tried, we tried so hard, but ended up getting a divorce. And my husband kind of went the other way in terms of healing. I chose to be fully present and embrace whatever feelings came my way. I let myself be sad. I let myself stay in bed sometimes. I wanted to heal and to feel better. And when you lose somebody very close to you, I think a child, you are forced to reinvent yourself completely. There is no way that you can go back to being the same person. Mm -hmm. That's not a good thing nor a bad thing. It just is. There's no way you can be the same. So I made the choice to be better and stronger softer, more vulnerable. And my daughter opened up that piece of me that I didn't know those things existed within me. Like before I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm okay. Now Mm -hmm. I love myself and I'm so much more confident in myself than I ever was before. And it's because of her. And so I really dove deep into exercise. I had always been active, but it was literally the only thing that made me feel good. So I was spending two hours in the gym, three hours in the gym, because moving my body got those endorphins going and was making me feel so fantastic. And one of my friends said to me, Hey, would you train me? And I go, uh, okay, I guess again, just kind of falling (laughs) into something. And so I started personal training her and without even doing any sort of marketing, just word got out that I was doing this. And I was really vocal about my loss in the community. And so I had lots of support from people. And I think a lot of those same people chose to support my business as well when I started it, which I'm super grateful for. And from there, it just sort of flourished. And I surprisingly got pregnant (laughs) with my son. I didn't think I could get pregnant. It was a wonderful surprise. But a couple months into the pregnancy, realized that I... I wasn't in the right place that I should be in terms of my relationship. And I wasn't going to be in an unhappy relationship just because I was pregnant and talk about having respect for single mothers before right now it is a million fold. So (laughs) I'm doing this now um, with my wonderful son. It's the two of us and we're a good team. And so he still comes with me to work sometimes, which again, I'm so grateful for. But that's that's the last five years in a nutshell. Do you have wow. any questions Marley, about that liberty? <laughs> oh my god! There you friend. go. Here you go. What are you going to do with oh, it? Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that anyone listening, there's going to be a few listeners. Some people who've never heard your story who are just mm-hmm. like still, just their mouths are still open. Like, yeah. Holy, holy moly, right? Yeah. And there are people listening who know you or might just have known the gist of what you went through, but have never yes. heard you tell your story. And yes. honestly, Brooke, I have never heard you tell your story from beginning to end because I, I knew, right. Yeah. I remember every day and I'm sorry if I cry, it's okay. I just remember like, and you know, Gracie was just a little baby and I was following you and following every day, watching you post Piper's picture. Yeah. This little heart shape. Yes. (laughs) Remember on your birthday when you posted the little angel on the heart. Yeah. And I just can't imagine, Brooke. I just yeah. can't. And I, 
I just admire the hell out of you and your strength and every mother, every mother admires you and could never understand. We just can't understand what you've been through unless we've been through it ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I know it still isn't easy and, you know, the years, time heals. So they say, but I know that you holding Piper will feel like it was an hour ago every day. Mm -hmm. And all of us will always carry, carry Piper's legacy and that everything that you described and what she meant to you and you feel she means to the world and that, you know, everything like that's what we'll all think of. And, you know, no truer words can be said than from a mom. Yes. Thank you. Special, Of course. So, um, you know, I, I do have a question and I've always wanted to ask you, I don't know why I didn't before, but I'll ask you now. Mm-hmm. You said that it basically was a surprise that when Piper was born, she yes. had something going on and it was her brain, right? Her brain wasn't fully developed. So you right. had no idea before. Well, so I got fantastic prenatal care and I just want to make that very clear. So uh, she was actually at my five-month anatomy scan diagnosed with what's called hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus is fluid on the brain. Mm. And because of that fluid on the brain, the doctors had a hard time seeing on the scans the actual brain mass that you could see on normal ultrasounds. You know, you it. your brain size. And so when she was born, nobody thought that she wouldn't move or wouldn't cry or couldn't breathe. And so... I went into this knowing that there could potentially be some issues, but we wouldn't know until she got older and she was supposed to hit those milestones. Mm. So that's what plan that we had put into place. And after she died, so many people were curious, so many of the doctors, geneticists, the specialists, what actually was the issue because you had to be able to pinpoint it. So luckily I had the geneticist really, fight to present our case to have her um, DNA tested because some people didn't want to do it and it's very expensive. And so she finally got a company called Ambry Genetics to take on our case. And so we found out there is a gene called the TUB3 gene. This is getting all scientific now. No, no, I think it's really helpful for everyone (laughs) to know this though. Yeah. Essentially, it's a gene responsible for brain and eye development, and that's formed early on in an embryo or a fetus. And so that step was basically missed in her development. It is a major fluke. There's only like one in 15 or sorry, 15 cases of this ever occurring in the entire genetic database. So the chances of it occurring again are basically zero. So there was no syndrome there was nothing to actually put a name on. It was just, they call it a mistake in a gene. I couldn't pass it down to anyone. She couldn't have passed it down to anyone if she were to survive, but her diagnosis was fatal after mm. she was born. They knew that for some reason, you know, her brain just wasn't developed enough to do things that we take for granted and do every day just to survive. Yeah. Wow. That is incredible. Incredible. But you, you know, like you said, Piper chose you as her mama and I hear the strength in you, you know, and I hear like, it's just, I know it's such a weird thing to say for some reason it was meant to be, but for some reason, Brooke, it was. And now you, yeah, I agree. Not that Levi is in in any sort of a 
I don't even know what word to use. Is that like a replacement or, well, no, you have Levi. It's not like right. that. But the fact that you had so much trouble getting pregnant the first right. time, right? And then yeah. Levi came into your life and, you know, so that relationship wasn't meant to be because you were just meant to have Levi. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, it's just, and the way you look at it is everything, right? And yes, it is. Um, I think that the reason why your story inspires so many is we all have our challenges and it's mm-hmm. all perspective, right? And mm-hmm. it's all, we, you know, no one's, I guess, is worse than others. Although we could say you went through something very extreme that mm-hmm. pretty much none of us can experience. But I think the number one question that a lot of people would think of is how do you get that strength? You know, where like you could have made a choice, Brooke, you could have said, I've been through one of the worst things or, you know, the cards that were dealt to me were, and I'm just saying you wouldn't say this, but a lot of people would, this is the worst thing ever. And I'm just, you know, throwing my hands up or I'm going to sit on the couch and eat bonbons every day, or I, I don't need to work out because so what do you think, what was it or what is it in you that you could share that other people can learn and how to move on? And when life sucks and you also went through a divorce, I mean, most people right. say that's the worst thing, right? <laughs> right. Like it's, it's but you hard. also went through that. How did you recover? How are you recovering? What, what is it? Is there a secret? We, we know what can we learn? I think the secret is, if this even is a secret, mm-hmm. you have to trust your strength. We all have it in us, but sometimes it takes us laying on the floor, getting beaten down to realize I can get back up again. And we all have it. It's just a matter if you can dig deep enough and get to that painful place to want to get up from it. Because trust me, some days I have my days where I'm down in the dumps and I just want to lay in bed and that's okay. But it's a matter of getting up and doing it every single day the sting gets less. Some days are bad. Some days are good, but you have to want to be better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get stuck in this place of wallowing and feeling sad and sorry for ourselves. And we get deeper and deeper and deeper down into that, which makes it harder to crawl back out into the light. So there has to be a point when you're like, no, I want to feel better. You have to find it in you, but we all have it. We all do. It's just, you got to flip that light switch. Like, okay, let's get out. Let's do this. And were there people and are there people in your life that have helped you? Like, is there sort of like an accountability accountability factor or do you believe it's just like, you got to dig deep in yourself? Uh, from my personal experience, I am lucky enough to be super close with my parents. My yeah. parents are probably my biggest cheerleaders, my best supporters through everything I've ever done in life. And with the loss of my daughter, they were there. And um, I wouldn't say there's any sort of accountability. It's ultimately up to me. It's up to us. Yeah. We decide how hard we push and what we get out of life. And so we just have to be willing to do the work and accountability is something that I really should work on with other people because that's what keeps me on track. But I'm one of those people that has to write on my calendar down goals for the week. I do it. It's up to me right now. I am my own 
coach rooting me on. (laughs) I think that's awesome. And that is a very common theme amongst everyone that I have interviewed so far and including myself is Mm -hmm. a calendar and writing it down, setting your goals every week, reevaluating, reassessing and doing Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. And, you know, I, Brooke, definitely need to have you on this podcast again because believe it or not, it's been 20 minutes and Holy moly. just scratched the surface. <laughs> and yes. as everyone's beginning to learn, I try to keep these podcasts around 20 minutes because that seems to be a good time. But here's the thing everyone needs to know about you if they don't already. You are drop dead gorgeous, inside out and backwards. And everything <laughs> about you is so beautiful. But you are, you know, fit and you take such great care of yourself and you, I know you work really hard at it and you have so much to share in terms of being your healthiest, happiest self. So I need to have you back to share what you do. I would love um, to. For sure. But in the meantime, I know that you have um, some Instagram info to share and just social media. How can anyone listening follow you and um, learn more about you? Yes. So I have two Instagram pages. One that is more about my personal life where I really share a lot about my daughter and my journey through grief and also of my wonderful rainbow baby son. Mm. And that Instagram is at Brooke Butterfly, B-R-O-O-K-E Butterfly. And then my fitness page, which we will definitely dive way more into that aspect of my life next time, is at body underscore by underscore Brooke. And I also have a Facebook page for the business. It's at body by Brooke SD as in San Diego. Wonderful. I mean, I can't even express enough how much it means for you to open up and be so transparent and just spill, you know, your that this like part of you that is just it's so intense and it's so heavy, but I have so much gratitude for you for sharing it because it, you do inspire me and everyone around you. Um, if there is one last piece of advice, Brooke, that you mm-hmm. could give to the listeners, what would it be? This sounds so cheesy, but <laughs> <laughs> we have all made it through our worst day. So think about that. When you're having a hard day, you've already made it through your worst day. So you can do it. Just keep pushing through. Thank you. I agree so wholeheartedly. And, um, we're going to do that. We're going to do that for Piper. We're going to do that for Brooke. We're going to do that for ourselves too. Right. So, okay, Brooke, we will have you back on for sure because we will have so much more to talk about, but, um, you know, like I said, thank you. Just thank you. Thank you for being on our show and, um, thank you everyone for listening again. This is Liberty Bernal and we just had the incredible Brooke Marshall on motivated with Liberty. We'll catch you next time. Have a wonderful day. Don't forget to visit libertybernalfitness.com. Check out my Instagram feed, free workout videos, information about coaching, and more.